Joshua chapter two, we're continuing our series entitled All In. Over the next several weeks, we're going to be looking at characters in the scripture, in the Old Testament scripture that uh, we're all in uh, for uh, the Lord, all in for his mission, all in for the cause of uh, Christ. Uh, in a moment, we're going to look at a character which uh, some of you may know the story, some of you may not, uh, but a, a person who, man, was sold out. Right. That was all in and a person that uh, uh, many would think uh, would be perhaps one of uh, um, uh, the folks that you'd least expect uh, going all in for uh, the Lord. Uh, But before we do that, um, uh, Brother Ross, you know, I I read a uh, story this week uh, about uh, a British Christian convention that was going on long ago. Uh, right where uh, it, w- it, it was a Christian convention, but they had other religions that were there that uh, uh, were essentially discussing uh, the differences of Christianity and uh, the other religions that were represented there. And so folks brought up different things. Resurrection of Christ. Well, there are some other religions that said, oh, yeah, we've seen people raised from the dead. Oh, that's not, you know, that's not different. Uh, you know, other folks brought, you know, uh, this and that other thoughts. Uh, and they weren't getting anywhere until a man, you probably heard of him, by the name of C.S. Lewis uh, showed up and they asked him, they said, hey, man, C.S. Lewis, he's pretty smart. Hey, man, what, what's the difference between, man, the religion that, the religion that you follow and uh, the other religions that are represented in this room? Uh, and he said, oh, ha, that's easy. Grace. Grace is the difference. Grace is different. After much deliberation, right, the other folks that represent other religions, they understood and believed that to be true as well. And by the way, friends, it is true. Grace is what separates uh, Christianity from other religions, right, and, and what the other religions of the world have to offer. Did you know that? Right. You look at other religions, right? The Muslims, they speak of their code of law following the five pillars of Islam. And if you follow those, man, maybe you'll be able to get to God one day. Christianity preaches about grace. Uh, The Buddhists, right? They speak of their eightfold path, right, to enlightenment. Follow these eight man, this eightfold path to enlightenment. And man, hey, maybe one day you'll be able to come back, man, a better creature than you left. Right. But Christianity, they speak of grace. Let me keep going. Uh, The Hindus, man, they speak of the doctrine of karma. Man, do good to others, man, live a good life. And when you die and be and are reincarnated, you'll come back as a better creature than uh, you left. The non-Messianic Jewish person, man, they believe in trust in the law. They're still waiting for Jesus, who's already come, by the way. They're still waiting for him to come right and die for uh, them. But Christianity, church, right. It's all about grace. Amen. Praise the Lord, man. It's only Christianity that dares preaches a message right of God's unconditional love for us. Right. Uh, This fact that us as human beings, we can't measure up to God's uh, uh, holiness and his perfection because of sin. Right. But God so loved the world or as one song goes, God sent his son. Hey, he called him Jesus. Right. He came to live. Heal and forgive. Man, hey, he lived and died. Hello. To buy my pardon. Right. And life is worth living just because he lives. Hey, this Jesus man came and died on an old rugged cross, man, and rose from the dead that whoever man believes in him, man, will be saved. Ephesians 2 tells us, hey, it's by grace that we've been saved through faith. By grace, we've been saved through faith. We have saving uh, grace 
in Jesus. We also, hey, did you know this? We also have sustaining grace in him. Have some sustaining grace. He sustains us day in uh, and day out. Second Corinthians 12, 9 tells us that. Hey, and also, church, by the way, we're supplied by his grace every single moment of every single day. It's because of his grace that we continue to live and move and have our being. You didn't know that. Colossians 1.17 tells us that, man, it's the Lord Jesus that holds us together. Holds us together. Man, it's all about grace. It's grace. That's what separates us from, man, other religions. Aren't you thankful for grace, church? I'm thankful for the grace that he shows me every single day. Bless God, I'm thankful for the grace he showed me this morning before I came up and preached. I was a little rattled, right, a little frustrated about a couple things. Bless God, he showed me grace. I don't deserve to come up here and present his word, but by his grace, I'm able to. I'm thankful for, man, his amazing grace. And Joshua chapter 2, church, we see a story, right, about God's grace at work. We see a story of God's grace at work in this lady named uh, Rahab. Joshua chapter 2. If you're there, let me know that you're there by saying uh, there. Uh, uh, just to give you a quick update or a quick uh, overview of where we're at, right, uh, in the context here, if you don't know. Uh, Joshua, the man of God, right, uh, uh, Moses' understudy, if you will. Those of you who know sports, good way to think about it. Joshua was uh, Moses' Scotty Pippen, right? Moses was Michael Jordan. Joshua was Scotty Pippen, right? He, uh, he was the help uh, for him. Moses had died. Right. And God had called Joshua in chapter one. Hey, to be the person to go, man, and take the promised land that was promised to the people of Israel. We see that in chapter one, Joshua, chapter two. Right. He sends spies to seek to look at the land. Right. In particular, this area known as Jericho. And we see a lady named Rahab uh, that comes on to the scene. Joshua, chapter two. Uh, we're going to read the word of the Lord together. This is what uh, it says. Says this, and Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came into the house of a prostitute. Hello, lady of the night, whose name was Rahab and lodged there. It was told to the king of Jericho, behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. Man, word got to the king of Jericho that there are these spies here coming to overtake them. So, man, he goes to where they uh, figure that they'd be a man and asked Rahab to bring them out. Verse four. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, true, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. So pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan as far as the fords. And the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Verse eight, before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the man, to the men, I know that the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, Yahweh God, 
has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. As soon as we heard it, our hearts melted and there were there was no spirit left in any man because of you for the fear or for the Lord, your God. For he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord, as soon as I have dealt kindly with you, you also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, our lives for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then what the Lord gives us, that when rather the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Verse 15, then she let them down by a rope through the window for her house was built into the city wall so that she lived in the wall. And she said to them, go into the hills or the pursuers will encounter you and hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterward, you may go your way. The men said to her, we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you've made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And you shall gather into your house your father and mother, your brothers and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, for we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on his own head. But if we but if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to your oath that you have made us swear. And she said, according to your word, so be it. And she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. And then the last three verses here, they departed and went into the hills and remained there three days until the pursuers returned. And the pursuers searched man all the long and found nothing. Then the two men returned. They came to the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him everything that happened. And they said to Joshua, truly, the Lord has given us all the land into our hands and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. Why don't we pray one more time? Lord God, ask that you would God, speak to us today. Remind us of your grace. God, I just pray, Lord, the story of Rahab. Uh, Lord, I pray, God, that we'd be folks because of the grace that you've shown us, Lord, respond accordingly. God, by going all in for you. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we ask these things all in your gracious and heavenly name. And all God's people said, Amen. Uh, this story of Rahab is one of sacrifice. It's one of surrender, right? Uh, it's one of risk, uh, but ultimately it's one of grace. We see Rahab, a pagan prostitute, right? A lady of the night. 
hey, a person that man would be least worthy to be able, right, to take part in the Lord's mission here. We see the Lord bestow grace on her. And we know, right, that she was a follower of Yahweh because Hebrews eleven thirty one tells us, right, I mean, her faith, man, made her right with God. Right. She's in the hall of faith. She is a part of the Davidic line that leads to uh, Jesus. Right. We see all man these pictures of God's grace on display. We see, man, that Rahab was a lady that was all in for the Lord because of the grace that was shown her. And conveniently enough, church, that's what I've entitled the message today. All in because of grace, just as Rahab was all in. Right for the Lord, because of the grace that was shown us too. if you're saved in here, man, God has shown you much grace, man. And as a result, we ought to choose to be all in for him. We see Rahab here, right, uh, essentially give two responses uh, to the grace God that was shown to her. Two responses today that we see here from uh, Rahab that we ought to have, man, in our own life is. Well, response number one, right? Uh, this is in uh, present tense, right? Uh, for us as uh, children of God, response number one is this. Because of God's grace, we ought to be folks that are willing to risk it all for the Lord. Because of the grace that's been shown us, hey, we ought to be folks that are willing to risk it all for the Lord. That's what Rahab did. Again, think about it. Right Joshua sends these spies, man, into Jericho, right? They end up passing through right, this pagan prostitute's house, which, you know, prostitution, there was a lot of folks that were, get, went in and out of that house. And so, man, they, hey, she go, they go into the house. Rahab, at that moment, right, she has some decisions that she could make. She could either choose to be, here it is, a lady of the state, right, and tell the king of Jericho when he comes, hey, look. These Hebrew spies that you're looking for, they're here. She can choose to do that or choose to do what she ended up doing, right? Put everything on the line by hiding them because, man, she believed in the God that they followed. She risked it all. Risked it all. And by the way, who even after, right, she hides them, right, and they have a conversation. How, how does she know that they won't just kill her on the spot? How do they know that they won't just take advantage of her on the spot? They're quote unquote God's people, but they they don't. She doesn't know that she don't know what they're going to do. Here it is. She was willing right to take these Hebrew spies in. Hey, because, man, she believed man in the God that they followed and worshiped. And she said, look, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth, man, risking my own life. It's worth risking the life of uh, my family. She saw that the call, right, the mission was worth it. And in the same way, church, hey, do, do you see it as such? You say, Pastor Irv, man, what are you talking about? Man, my, my life isn't on the line here. Man, we live in the United States. Man, hey, we're free here. We're free. Well, can I go ahead and throw this in free charge? There may come a day here soon where, hey, there's gonna, you're gonna have to take some stands on some things, the way things are going. Not trying to get political today, but that's just the, the reality. But even more than that, right, bringing it to us, right, today, man, is the mission of God to see folks one for Christ in our community, is it worth, man, you, you sacrificing some things in order for it to happen? 
Hey, is choosing to serve, man, uh, you know, the Lord here in our church context as we continue to grow. Right. Is you choosing to serve here? Is, is it worth sacrificing a little extra rest on Sunday or, you know, you sacrifice that, hey, being late to watch the Titans play or in my case, the Cowboys. Although we play at three twenty five. We got the game of the week usually because we're doing real well. This year. That's neither here nor there. Hey, is it is it worth it? Is it worth it? Hey, is following Jesus, man, worth your life? Church, is it worth it? Worth it? Do you? See that person around you who's lost worth risking comfort or rejection to get the gospel to. Man, do you see the church as important enough? Your call important enough to give what you can give to strengthen the ministry of the church, man, and give hope to those that are around. What Rahab did here was she risked it all, risked it all, man, for the call of the Lord. Look at look at a couple of these verses here. Matthew 16, 24 and 25. Jesus then told his disciples, hey, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life would lose it. But whoever loses his life for his sake will find it. Man, that is a tough two verses. Tough two verses. I've got to ask myself that, man, daily. Hey, even right if it costs me not having something. Even if it costs me a comfort or 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 costs me, hey, the the uh, uh, the desire of man, uh, my heart, if you will, is it still worth? Is he still worth following? Is he still worth living for? Jesus says, hey, man, if we follow after him, hey. We we lay our life down, so we say, hey, yes, I will, man, even if it <laughs> stuff in our life happens, that doesn't make sense. We still say, yes, I will to him uh, and his call. And then Romans 12, one in. Two says it like this. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, which is good and acceptable and perfect. Listen, Rahab risked. It all because of grace. And in the same way, we too, man, ought to do the same thing. What I'm saying here is this. I, I, hey, I get it. We got, hey, we got, you've got a family, man. Things are busy. A lot's going on in life. But, but hear me carefully here. Just because, man, hey, things are crazy. Life is busy, right? We all got a lot going on. Doesn't mean that we can use that as a cop out to, to ascribe to what is known as easy believism, where we just say, all right, God, hey, I believe in you. I'll give my, you know, 45 minutes a week to you. Then the rest of the week, hey, I'm living, living for myself. Now, if I need something, I'll go to you. But the rest of the week, hey, I'm living for myself. That's not the that's not the call here because of the grace that has been poured on us out of Thanksgiving. Man, we ought to choose to be folks that say, hey, look, we're willing to risk it all, man. Willing to give it all to him. Our response to the grace of God, man, given in our lives ought to be to celebrate that grace with our lips and also choose to commit our whole lives to him. Man, let's be folks that are willing to risk it all and for him. It's first thing. Second response. And lastly, man, like I said, two responses. We're, we're just about wrapped up. You maybe get out of here before too long. Second Response here to uh, 
Man, the grace that has been shown us, we see here in the rest of the chapter. Man, is this. Man, we ought to believe in the Lord who reigns supreme over it all. Because of the grace our Lord has shown us, man, let's choose to believe in him. Believe in him. Right. Obviously, if we're saved, we've believed in him. Right. For our salvation. We're saved right through placing our faith and trust in him. But it goes beyond that, man. It goes beyond that. And Rahab demonstrates that. She demonstrates what this belief looks like in, in, in two different ways. First way, right, in, in verses 9 through 11, right, we see that this faith, right, here is expressed in declaration of who he is. Rahab makes the statement in verses 9 through 11, right, as soon as the, uh, the uh, authority leaves, right, right before the Hebrew spies go to bed, she goes up to the roof, she says, hey, hey, we, we know that. This God, man, he, he, he's given the land over to y'all. We know that. What a profound statement. Again, she's a pagan prostitute. They got hundreds of gods right there in Canaan at the time that they're worshiping. But she says, hey, forget those. I know that those gods aren't real. We know that you, Yahweh God, right? Or, uh, the Yahweh God, the one that you guys serve, right? That God is real. And we know that he has given this land to you guys. We know that he has. And she goes on to share, right, different faith statements here. She keeps it 100 with them. He's one of them. He, she shares that, man, he is the goat, the God of gods, man, the one ultimately who is in control. Here's what happened, Brother Dwayne. Right, Rahab went from a pagan prostitute to a prophetess. Hello. Hey, she, man, she went from a pagan prostitute to pros- uh, uh, prophesying what was to come. Life of people. Man, because, hey, she believed in him who was supreme over it all. And in the same way, church, hey, we ought to believe in this same God, the one who reigns supreme. Man, the one who reigns over time and space. He still does. Hey, the one who created nature and sustains it. The one who speaks and things come to being. The one, hey, who has done great things in our life and is still able to do great things in our life. Hey, the same one that we see later on, right, a couple of chapters over, fulfill his promise and taking care of Jericho. You, you know, the, you remember the story, don't you? Hey, the Israelite people, man, Jericho was this impenetrable city that the Israel, Israelites nor anybody was going to be able to conquer. All the Israelites had to do, man, was march around a couple of different times. Right. Hey, they were singing, man, an adult version of Ring Around the Rosie, Brother Cliff. Ring Around the Rosie. Ring around Jericho, man, and they played, hey, played some trumpets, man, and all of a sudden, hey, the walls came down and the people were destroyed, man. Hey, hey, that, that's the God, man, that we follow. So, hey, choose, man, choose to believe, man, in him. Hey, choose, man, to allow for your faith to be expressed in declaration of who he is. Man, do you believe it? Hey, church, he, he, he's he's the same. Man, whether you're walking through the mountain or through the valley, he's the same. Hey, hey, he, he's the same, man. Even when you feel that he's near and the times that you don't feel him there, he's the same. Man, do you believe him? Faith expressed in declaration of who he is, but also then secondly, lastly, we see faith exhibited in a decision uh, to trust him. Hey, I tell you what, man, it's easy to express, man, faith 
Man, in certain things, man, it's hard, man, to uh, uh, exhibit it right in decision to trust. I'll go ahead and keep it real. I mentioned it earlier about my cowboys. Hey, we're looking real good right now. It's easy for me to preach and proclaim, hey, it's our year. But because of, man, a poor track record, hey, I'm struggling to exhibit actual trust. I'll probably be off the bandwagon come November and then hop back on here later. It's easy, easy, man, to, to simply talk about it. But then actually stepping in, man, and actually choosing to exhibit trust. Well, hey, what well, can I tell you? Oh, this is good, man. The God that we follow and serve, man, hey, his, his track record is one of perfection. He, hey, he, ain't, he ain't failed. Matter of fact, he, man, he can do all things but fail. And so, man, the call for us man, is to trust in him because of his track record. Looking back at the text here, it's interesting. Rahab, right? They have the conversation. She says, hey, look, hey, hey, deal kindly with me. Just like I've dealt kindly with you, man. Look out for my family. Look out for my family. The Hebrew spies say, you know what? All right. Yeah, we got you, man. The oath that we've made, we got you. And so, hey, whenever we come into your place, right, whenever we come to Jericho, make sure you put that scarlet cord down to signify that, hey, this is a place that we don't hit. But it's interesting, Sister Melly, in studying this week, <laughs> the Hebrew spies, they left and Rahab immediately put the cord down. She didn't wait until the, the, uh, the Israelites showed up to Jericho. Hey, she demonstrated so much faith that the Lord was going to do what he said he was going to do, that she put the cord out right then and there. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hey, her faith was exhibited, man, in her choosing to trust. She made a decision that she was going to trust. She didn't wait a couple of weeks. Man, she put the cord down immediately. And she believed that the provision was coming. And that by faith, man, she put the cord out immediately. The call for us, church, hey, because of the grace that's been shown us is to walk by faith. Walk by faith. Hey, so, hey, some of you guys, man, are asking and praying. Got to bring about something. Hey, to do something in your life. Hadn't done it yet. Right. And, and, and you may say, man, where is he? Is he going to, to do it? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know God's plan. For me to come here and say, hey, if you just, uh, you know, exhibit more faith or, or talk longer or pray to him more that he's going to bring something. That, that, that's man, that, that's not necessarily true. You're getting into, right, uh, easy believers, or, or you're getting into prosperity gospel stuff there. But but what I can say, though, is this. Hey, the Lord and, and his goodness and his grace, man, though it seems he may be withholding something, man, hey, he knows, man, what's best for us. Doesn't mean that it's it. Doesn't mean that's comfortable. Doesn't mean that it is easy. But because, man, God knows. What's best for us? Hey, listen, we, we can trust him. Trust him. Hey, we can trust him in the waiting. We can trust him when it's unclear. We can choose to be folks that walk by faith. Second Corinthians 5 says it like this. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. So therefore, we walk by faith. And not by sight. Paul, man, in this context is talking about uh, the better place will be. Right. And if you you know whether you're saved or not, this is your temporary home. 
you know, when, when pass on or the Lord comes back, man, hey, if you're saved, we're, we're going to heaven, a place where there ain't going to be any more pain, more sadness, more, no more sorrow, no more crackling knees when you get up in the morning, no more injuries, hey, no more disease, no more cancer. You're going to see some of those loved ones that you've lost there. And so until that day comes, hey, choose to walk by faith, man. And even though it's difficult, man, choose to walk by faith. We see at the end, right, uh, of the proverbial story, right, the story really uh, goes through chapter 6. Chapter 6 is when, like I said, the walls of Jericho fall and are destroyed. We see Rahab and her family uh, saved. Right. We see that she was saved by her faith in Jesus. Like I mentioned, she was a part of the Davidic line that led to the Savior. Um, right. We see all that, man, as a picture of God's grace. man. First. And pagan. Right. Convert that's mentioned in the Davidic line man, in Matthew chapter one. Man, what a picture of his. Grace, man, in the same way we too, church, have been showed grace, been shown grace. So because of that, by faith, man, let's choose to live lives open handed for him, man. By faith, let's choose to share the gospel, man, with folks that are around us that are lost. Hey, by faith, let's choose to be folks that are willing, man, to serve uh, the local body and be a part of the ministry that's here and uh, around uh, our city. By faith, hey, let's choose to invest in our kids um, and our family. Uh, by faith, hey, let's choose, man, to pray and ask for the Lord, man, to provide. And even if he doesn't in his time, man, by faith, let's choose to worship him anyway. Man, let's choose to be folks that walk by faith. All in because of grace. Can I go ahead and tell you, I'm not perfect. But the Lord, man, poured out his grace on me when I was a 16 year old kid. Kid that was least deserving of it. Kid full of himself. Man, living in Dallas area, man, trying to find things to fill my soul. Man, the Lord met me there and poured out his grace. Called me to ministry and and I'm here to say, man, hey, I'm all in for this whole Jesus thing because I'm not worthy to know him. I'm not. Man, in the same way, church, man, may you and your family choose to be all in because of the grace that he's shown you.